another round of hot topics. Three, four. Well, Five? for the church one, it's the second one. Yeah. Is it okay? For, so this is yeah. the hot church, topics with hot church, church topics. Yeah. So just topics that are the now are these topics that people sent people in. People sent in. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So don't get mad at us. These Y'all are, ask these questions. These are <laughs> ones that yeah that people actually wanted us to talk about apparently. So it's Brandon and I, and then Lexi and Lex and, and Travis. Travis here. Hello. And we're gonna see if we can't. <laughs> Well, okay, so I got scolded last time <laughs> because I started with probably, like, the hottest hot topic. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. We're like, great, well, now nobody's listening because they clicked <laughs> off three seconds So in. now I'm like, well, which one would be interesting but probably not all that divisive? And I think, and this is one that a couple of our, like, regular – people have kind of commented on but like the the new agey type things mm. yoga was one of them right. is that okay can you do yoga but then other incense would be one i know mm-hmm. a lot of people get really upset about incense um crystals what about dream catchers can you buy that and put that in well, your and i feel like room? even a lot of um essential oil stuff goes into a lot of those yeah. new agey things um, so and i guess like acupressure acupuncture mm-hmm. Um, all of those things that are traditionally, historically used in other more Eastern religions, mm-hmm. is it okay for Christians to utilize any or all of those? And are there rules, are there lines that need to be drawn? I I guess, I mean, I'll go first, I guess, unless somebody else nope, wants to go ahead. Go first. Um, I think we were, and again, we kind of addressed this on the live uh, about the yoga topic specifically. Um, from, and I kind of made it clear, I think there's a lot of spirituality associated with yoga mm-hmm. that's not that's not right and is not good. And unfortunately, a lot of yoga focuses on that. So if you can... If you can find a way around that and just do the exercise of it and the different, you know, the different stretches and the different things, like, you know, some of the poses, are, I mean, like, the main pose of it is is straight up demonic. Like, I mean, it, that's Sun like, salutation. yeah, it's, it's straight up. Well, um, and the thing we have now with the Jesus yoga or Yeshua yoga, where they that's, know they that's know absolutely it's, that's they know, demonic see, as well. And I feel like, like well, I feel yeah. like that's far worse than just being oh, like yeah, I'm a Christian. I like doing yoga, but I understand that it has these connotations. I just don't participate in that part. Yeah, like I almost would be more okay with that. It? I don't. What do you call this? I don't want to sound ignorant. What do you call I, it though? It's the, oh, the, it's like, the om, the um, zen, the yeah, the, that you put your fingers together and they like, that cross their it, legs and meditate and say om. That in itself is, is pagan mm-hmm. idolatry. That, that well, and to take it and slap Jesus on it and be like. Well, we're doing yoga, but for Jesus, and so we're okay. meditating on scripture and on things. But that's huge. But not I mean, to, people okay. are so, so into but it. not to yeah, which that is insane, and that is I I would I highly advise against that because that's nothing but. So false. I but. routinely when I'm actually working out, which is kind of sort of routinely, but not always routinely. <laughs> Um, I utilize yoga, yoga poses mm-hmm. 
are like one of my main things that I utilize. But the way that I've chosen to do it, I have an app on my phone that kind of will run you through um, like I guess a course or whatever, a session. Mm -hmm. um, and I used to do it with the voice on where they would kind of tell you what to do, but then I kind of memorized the yeah. order and so all I had to do is glance at it. And so I'll do it like with the voice off. I have no problem doing stuff like that. All that particular app did is it would help you control your breathing but didn't say anything spiritual about the sure. breathing. And it just kind of transitioned you from one to the other. The now, I know more, there is the other side of Christianity yeah. where even the breathing motion, like I've heard yeah. even pastors talk against even doing that because of even the breathing. That's interesting yeah, that, you, so the, that you made so that point, So here's the thing though. with the breathing. I Which I don't agree with that. I mean, no, that, I think that, that can be beneficial things, to your health. Not One of our kids, our middle kid, is like hyper-emotional. You guys know this. Yeah. They don't. She's one of those kids that... She's a little better now, but, like, would just cry at the drop of the hat, freaking out. We could not get this kid to bed. And we found this really cool article that this doctor wrote where she talks about blowing colors. And so what you do is you tell your kid, we're going to blow colors into the room. And they would tell you what color they're going to blow, and you would just kind of like this imaginary color. And by doing that, you're focusing their brain. And you're encouraging them to inhale mm -hmm. deeply, exhale deeply. Right. Look, God put the breath in our bodies. Oh, yeah. And sure. controlling yeah, your breathing is proven to help you calm down. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing it because you're trying to connect to a higher power or yeah. something like that, that's a problem. But as far as like just exercise, no. There's absolutely no problem with it. And any exercise can become idolatry. Right. And Most exercise <clears throat> does become idolatry Hello, for a lot of And that's a part of it. So right. let, yeah. let Travis yeah. give his two cents on it. Well, no, I mean, just working out, being a Marine prior and having to deal with CrossFit and the fact that it does become a culture, becomes a competition. You'll even hear, like, this is the new age spirituality is working out together. Right. So Sunday mornings, you get these groups together, and that's what they do. They just go. Right. Which know, is. Hard workout. So which. Uh, it, it makes sense in that, I guess, community, you, you gather together over a certain purpose. Uh, but it does come back to what is the foundation? What is the, What are you getting out of this? And I think a follow-up question would then be similar. Uh, I think what we raised last time is the, are you offending a younger brother? In the right. sense of, is somebody else going to have a sensibility to this? Maybe somebody coming from India where... Interesting that that was going to be where I yeah. went with it. The, my next, no, you keep going because right. that's interesting. That's where I was same thing. So that, that was, was my thought is it, it, if you realize that there can be a negative association to it, then just beware of your surroundings. Right. Um, just as Paul said, you know, we're, we're free to eat meat, but I would yeah, rather exactly. yeah. never no. eat meat again to cause a brother to stumble. If I got to put away yoga, I can find other right. exercises. Right. I'll, I'll do well, burpees and stuff. And, and, and yeah, that's yeah. the best answer. And that's where I was going to sum it up to is that if you have to remember that it could be a stumbling block. And as a Christian, as a believer, you have to you have to go at that. So yeah, if you're going to do it, you know, privately by yourself, go for it. We had somebody on another forum that said, "Well, just do Pilates instead." Here's the thing, though. Don't do that Yeshua yoga. I've tried <laughs> Pilates. I cannot do Pilates. 
It's hard. But I can do yoga yeah. stuff. So True. if you can find me an app on my phone that is just as easy for me to do as... as oh, your first world struggle. So, so, yeah, exactly, but, again, right. but again, as a Christian, I don't yeah. think if you find it beneficial to do it, then absolutely don't feel convicted not but to do it. There's, here's here's what I will say for me. I won't go pay to do it in a studio. I right. do not right. believe in supporting. I agree. Yeah. Right. I don't believe in supporting the yogis and going in because no, there are people no, who no, attend no, that no, class no. and it is spiritual to yeah. them. Right. And, so, and that's where you turn it into idolatry, and where yeah. that's where we don't want to we don't walk want to walk around with a list of rules out of things we can and can't do, but we do have to weigh everything, you know, including issues like this, because there's a spiritual aspect to it. Right. And there is, and and that needs to be removed. That part of it needs to be removed. For any Christian, you well, can't have any part of the spirituality part of it. Right. The poses, the breathing, all that's fine, but there's more of the connection to the soul and the spirit. But I, that's when you have problems. And no, I do not believe that you can bring Jesus in at this time of doing your yoga to become and connect. Listen, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. You don't have to do some pose and connect with the Holy. He's inside. You don't have to really, well, you know, do some slapping Jesus's name on something like swimsuit modeling and saying, yeah. "I'm going to exactly. be a swimsuit model right. in Jesus's name." Somebody because recently did this that. Body if this he was the me. other like, rapid yeah. fire thing, we'd be talking all about so, that. But well, okay. and this is kind of the point with the whole New Age thing. Number one, the New Age movement within Christian music, Hillsong. Mm. Uh, what's the best? Yeah, Bethel. I'm, Bethel I'm sick of at, they, there has been right so now. much. You just you just try to add so much to this and so this. that's huge. So there. I don't know. Like I don't know. Can you elaborate on that? Well, a they just like it, and to be honest, there's so much of it that it's I don't know. I don't we listen to do anything this. anymore. I don't know, and I don't either. But you can go back. I mean, Hillsong's roots and all of that. How we support all of these things. It's like, I guess the the I'd easiest way to, to explain it is so. cheap Christianity. Okay. Cheap Christianity that sounds good. Well, and it's emotionalism right. that's trying right. to use these these it's a, it's a expressive rock. words, but really they're not biblical. Exactly. Like, what is this song? Fierce. Yes. Like he blows me over like a hurricane. I'm yeah. like, um, no, what? no. Weird. What are you saying? Yeah, like, exactly. Like the it, it's these big lofty words that 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 mean nothing. No. Just like when it, then Lauren Dangle or is Lauren that Lauren Daigle? Okay. I I always say it wrong. I always say it wrong. Just like that, when I look at some of the lyrics, I'm like, what? What are you saying? Like you're you're literally saying nothing here. Well, and then the other point, but it sounds good. Yeah. And you get people emotional and people crying, and you're like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Going into like the crystals and all the other stuff like that. I think the other part with a lot of this new age stuff, new age is incredibly satanic, and it's an incredibly Mm. slippery slope. And we, I don't think we realize how much New Age stuff is in our normal societal things that we don't question. Because it, it really is huge. There is a lot of it, though, and this is what makes it so dangerous, because it's taking natural things of God. Things that God crafted and created and are pure and holy and good because they are his creation. And spiritualizing them in this, they don't see it as that but it's a satanic way of this like enlightenment in yourself and empower you know i mean you pull into all of this stuff and it's like 
crystal god made crystals and there is an energy in them there is like all of this stuff exists there's an energy in the ground there's energy in trees i mean all of this stuff truly exists you go outside barefooted and you connect yourself grounding. to the ground you're grounding because there is an energy that you soak in from the ground and it is healing and your body reacts to it and all of that stuff is completely and utterly true well, because of course god created it is god it created a living but we've it's taken living. it from being that to being this Worshiping Mother Earth. Yes, right. and you're empowering yourself and enlightening yourself. And you and don't under right, this. you're right. So I think that's what's so dangerous about the New Age movement because they are taking what God created as good and turning it into this thing that is a mess. And because New Age stuff is so ingrained in just our normal trendy things that we have in our home or it's we like really or we do, easy. you don't realize it. And that's why I think it's so damaging and why you should be aware of it and conscious of it and we were actually just in our bible study today in second first peter second peter second peter is that what we were doing yeah. I don't know. No, we, were doing we, were doing we did like three Peter of them today. today so we, we've, confused. No, in our but we were in first. We're not. But talking about how we as we first. the body of Christ are to be a representative to the world of who Christ is and what living for Christ looks like. So there are some things that maybe even if it's not necessarily a sin and it's not this like beyond horrible thing but you are representing christ right and we gave the example if you work for a big fortune 500 company right and you're supposed to show up to this executive board meeting right your suit and tie and i said if you show up in your ratty sweats nasty and dirty reeking of booze and throwing out racial slurs like you're donezo, right? You wouldn't do that because you wouldn't risk your career right. on that. You wouldn't represent your company like that. So why do we not Find take it. being a representative of Christ to the same level? Mm. So if this is, this new age thing is a big deal across the board. Why would you represent Christ in that way to the world? You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like, I don't think we take that seriously enough. Not that you need to be damaging with it and go, you know what right. I mean? Like go be a, you know, do all these, like be super legalistic and all that other stuff. But I think we just need to take these things and really weigh them with scripture. And how am I representing Christ by being all about these things that in this new age deal are very slippery slope things. Like how can I balance appreciating God's natural creation and things without getting into some really funky stuff? Yeah. So let's not beat Anyways. this topic to death. Let's at least get <laughs> Next one. Two or three more. So, <clears throat> excuse me. None of the ones we have left really like flow. So okay. it's just gonna be like super okay, choppy. So super choppy. Well, that maybe that'll get us done quicker. <laughs> oh, you think so? Yeah, probably not. Um, what about uh, discipline for children? Like. Like being so, the, one, like, the notes on this were well. So there's child raising gentle versus authoritarian, but then there's also a separate one that says discipline of children, gentle parenting versus spanking versus. Is there anything that is not okay? Is it kind of like a to each his own? Is it is each child like it? Is there a biblical basis? It's like that the biblical basis right you hear so much is like the like. Bear the rod, spoil the child. Like, that's the thing I think of when you talk about, well, what does the Bible say about these matters? You get a lot of that, like... 
I don't want oh, my okay. answer to be influenced by anybody, so I don't know. Okay, Travis, you well, I, I would say coming from leaning more on the authoritarian, um, you know, I, I'm not perfect in that sense, but I definitely tend to lean more on the very straightforward discipline. I don't like giving you multiple chances. It's I tell you this, do it the first time I tell you. Get it done. If not, there will be consequences. Now, yes, my wife definitely points out times where I need to have grace, and, and that's absolutely true. Um, but we can't simply ignore discipline. Sure. Like, yeah. foundationally, Christians, you must discipline your children you in some form or fashion, right, because mm -hmm. that is what is Well, necessary. I think this is going to be awesome because our answers are complete opposite. That's why I was kind of glad. But, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, I agree with what he's saying, but our answers are completely yeah, different. Yes. So keep going. I didn't mean right. to interrupt No, it's fine. So um, what I have to remember, and this comes from just having a past of being very angry very quickly, is there's a, there is a righteous anger. Like, if you hurt my kid, I'm going to defend my child. Yeah. Right. It's going to come out. Um, Even if know. it's one of the kids hurting the other kid. Because <laughs> yeah. then yeah. it's like you hurt I don't know. Kid. Were you were you, t were you like this before the military? Yes. Do you think worse. He, he had severe Still. anger issues before you, he surrendered. Is it a military family? Do you have no. no? No, it was, <laughs> it was I very unbiblical anger. Okay. It was just frustration. Okay. And, yeah. Um, but there are times when I realize that even though if I'm disciplining my child for a certain reason that was justified, if now I'm doing it out of anger sure. and then I'm going beyond where my anger should be, now I'm in sin too. So there are times where I've disciplined my child and then I had to go back and ask forgiveness for going too far. Mm -hmm. Like he goes back to the child yeah. and says, hey. That was that too was much, a Daddy. Little sorry. Too much. I'm sorry. I'm human. I messed up. Yeah. Which um, I think is important. I think we should apologize to our children when we're. I remember. I remember things. my grandpa being like that. Yeah. Uh, when I was so younger, our, so, and that was awesome. Travis and I actually like we have a like we parent the same way, but we handle discipline very differently. And for me, I feel like it's kind of a mixture of all the things. Mm -hmm. um, I think the best example that we have for parenting, I mean, we call God Father. How does he respond to his people when they misbehave? Sometimes it is swift and decisive, and it doesn't feel very good. Other times it's warning after warning after warning after warning. Sometimes it's, I'm going to have a little bit of grace on you right now. I'm still going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit more patient with you and see what happens. I think that there are... Um, levels of disobedience i also think that different personality types oh, yeah. require different discipline um we've got one kid that if you slightly swatted her on the hiney one time she'd probably never do that one thing ever again yeah um and so when it came to matters of safety you could die if you do this yeah oh yeah i need you to understand mm -hmm. this that that was typically our rule um, we have another kid that I can spank all day, every day, and her behavior is not going to change. Therefore, if I do that, it just feels like abuse, and I'm not. If it's not going to You're change not. the behavior, mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit there and do that. Um, so I think it's. I kind of feel like it's a combination of everything. I think it's a case by case basis. I think that there's balance um, in all of that. But my rule is that no matter what. Because discipline is a is a widespread word that is often misused. Discipline can cover everything from timeouts to spankings to whatever oh, yeah. you know it is. So discipline is just controlling something, right? Um, so, but 
discipline, no matter what form we're applying, the rule is don't do it in anger. Mm-hmm. Um, if I am parenting out of anger, I'm not parenting from a place of control. Um, so even if you do something that makes me angry, I've got to walk away and calm down before I get irrational or I'm not thinking through. I want to make sure that any punishment that is doled out has been thought through. Um, it fits what happened, or maybe it shouldn't fit what happened. Maybe that kid just needs mm. grace right then. Um, if the kid's been acting out like crazy, they've been on fire for days, it's like, okay, something's wrong. Yeah. It's not What's just... the heart of the matter? It's not just I was being disobedient. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not giving you something that you're needing, and therefore you are behaving this way. I'm not going to sit there and spank you. I rarely, rarely spank. Um, typically, I reserve that for... You have severely crossed a line. You could have potentially really hurt somebody else or yourself or, you know, you climbed on the stove or, you know, something crazy like that. Yeah. Well, and Brandon actually did a while back. We did a podcast, Parent Like Your Father in Heaven. Yeah, because that was where, yeah, where, because I come at it, that was where I come at it. Go ahead, share the verse. I was going to share, Ephesians 6, 4 is one that really stood out to him. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. And I would say that us as a whole, not always, and we're not perfect at it by any means, like, of course, but we usually lean more on a gentle parenting, positive parenting would be the, like, blog words yeah you know, i'm right, chomping at the use. bit to answer this one because just oh. of my well you you took my you took my platform sorry um okay for me a bunch of things first i i definitely agree with travis however i think my approach to it and my understanding comes from a little bit different perspective um obviously i didn't know neither of us we didn't know how to do this you know neither none of us had um, I mean, either Heidi or I didn't have full parent homes where, you, you know, mother and a father and, and a mm-hmm. good family, you know, so so even having a father figure was foreign to me. So having that, even that base of having to do this, let alone raise my, you know, raise my own kids, that's like, I, that's weird. I have no idea how to do this. So we got to figure do? this out, you know, and then obviously just getting older, some of it is trial by error, you know, I mean, I've always loved being a father, so that's always been really like beneficial to me. But obviously getting older now and having a little bit more perspective with it, um, I go at it more so like I see where the disciple, obviously in Jewish culture, your children were definitely had their place, right? Mm-hmm. So they did not speak up. They did not bother. The, they did not. I mean, that this was, I mean, and, that, and still to this day, that culture is very much still the same way. Okay, so you have... When the disciples obviously were rebuke or were 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 telling the children, like pushing the children off, like hey, no 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 no, don't don't bother eat. And Jesus says, whoa, 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 let them come. And obviously there there there's a few different reasons for that, but one thing that really stood out to me in that was the fact of saying don't don't treat them like less people. Mm-hmm. Like we're 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 essentially training them to be people right to be grown adults so why would we understand that you know they're they're small and they can't comprehend they don't quite understand things they don't process things correctly so you give them that but at the same time we still treat them like a person and i think 
parenting in general doesn't or what the world would consider parenting doesn't come at it from an understanding or an understanding perspective it's you must listen to me you must do this you must listen to me because i am the father and you must instead of saying well okay well wait a minute what's your issue why like you said at the beginning why are you behaving this way why um you know what's the problem here do i need is this discipline something is sometimes it's okay for them to be upset like i teach right. like the kids all go you know what i know you're mad at me and that's totally fine right. it's it's how you act and what you do if you're going to be stomping around talking about having a, a bad attitude then this is where we need to get into a little bit of hey you know we get into right. a little bit whatever but and obviously we all want to fly off the handle and parent like that but for me you know like i guess i didn't explain that too well but you know when we get when something happens and we'll and we'll get really upset and we'll just fly off the handle right because it's just a natural reaction and you're like i'm your you know you just get that oh you know <laughs> but then too once you realize the grace of being saved right of you we're all children to god okay so we all have that have to have that mindset with everything that we do and that includes our own children right so do we when we mess up really really bad consistently all the time how do we want god to handle it granted god knows what's best for us and will handle it how he he sees fit however how would we prefer that god would handle it Right. Do we want him to say and yell at us? It sometimes it does us good, right? To stop doing right. us things and, and and we want to, but but for the most part, if we know we're doing something and we're like, God, I'm sorry, please, I need help with don't be gentle. Yeah. <laughs> so as a parent, I don't see any difference in handling every single situation you have like that as far as discipline goes on whatever the situation is. Obviously there's you can't act like an idiot. There's, there's, you're tre you're teaching people to live in society and to act different, and we have a whole As different representatives. Of like Christ. we were just talking about First Peter, we have a whole different look of our lifestyle and our life and everything that we do. So this looks different from the rest of the world. So I still have to, to, to try to fit to teach you this this set of, hey, we don't act like that. We don't do these things. But at the same time, while giving, you know, giving that kind of uh, of grace and that kind of understanding. So I think that was one thing for me is when I was a child, not having that that father figure, I was just in a point of observation. Yeah. So I saw what bothered me, like when I had different the, the things that I saw. And one thing that I always saw is I always saw dad, you know, parent, get home and they just start going at their kids. I'm like, you haven't seen your kids all day and you're yelling right. at your kids. Yeah, I... I'm like, but as being a little kid, I'm seeing this stuff. And I'm going, I know, and that left an impression on me going, man, they, they have feelings. Like, they, you know, I'm not saying, I'm saying for me. Yeah. And what I saw, dad, I was I like, for me, like, that was really, you know, sad. So, I get that. And, and there's definitely times that you have to step in and re, and change direction. And mm -hmm. discipline has to be something that you... And it's tough. It sucks. Well, discipline it's not is something that you ever want to do. That you hand out. So if you're right. handing a consequence to your right. child, you have disciplined them. Whether it was with your right. voice, your hand, or saying, "Hey, you can't have the Xbox." 
no video games right now. If that, that's discipline. That's right. the definition right. of but discipline. Right, but that's a blanket answer so, to where... But that's where I think our culture today, too much, the word discipline, they hear that word and they think, you're punching your kid in the face. Right. That's not what it means. Right. Um, and I was, for the record, I was the kid that was physically abused, beaten with right. a belt, not by my dad, not by the right. man who was married to my mother, who is my dad and always will be, but I was physically abused with a belt for the slightest infraction. Mm -hmm. I remember one time I forgot my homework at home and I was in second grade and I was just bawling my eyes out to my teacher, please don't call home and tell them I'm going to get beat with a belt. Yeah. All right, he would threaten to slap me in the face, things like that. That is not what we are talking no. about. No, right. Um, and for the record, as far as physical discipline, there's lines for sure. Oh, completely. Um, popping a small child on the butt over the diaper one time is considered a spanking and can be very effective but when they can't sit down and have a conversation with you, but they've broken into a cabinet. Dangerous? Yeah. yeah. My kid got in the cabinet today right. and took out the freaking pine saw oh, sprayed no. all over her room. I'm popping her in the butt because you know what? You can yeah. adjust that. You can die. Sure. I need you sure. to associate this with, with something pain. that you never do but again, for right? For the most part, and me talking gentle, with you is it going to yeah. exactly for, and, and with the particular child that I am talking about, <laughs> you guys know me simply saying, "No, no, Emma, don't do that." She's going to be like, "Well, yeah, okay. we 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 all know but, those things in our own but, personal walks you know, that we know that God deals with us on those things. Right. So, like, he, so, he is you associate this with yeah. no, don't do this. Yeah, <laughs> and so and just to add a little bit because people listen to this a little bit to your whole, how would we prefer God handle? Well, here's the thing. If you're doing things that can kill you, like drugs, drinking, sure. and driving, and stuff like that, God might let you ram your car into a tree. Sure. Yeah. That yeah. would be the equivalent of a spanking. Mm -hmm. Case in point. Sometimes God spanks us. Yeah, yeah that but, aids along with So we can't yeah. always have what we prefer. I prefer God multiply my bank account by a lot of things. Well, well no, this goes into the that goes into the, my, yeah. my point that I made though before yeah. that when I said that obviously it doesn't yeah. fit in every situation. There's but, some there's some situations where no this doesn't work. But to fit but, on the topic of discipline, I think yeah. I think the question is what like what is like how do we discipline yeah. how should we discipline and but the I, answer to this though is you have to revamp your thinking of discipline and your attitude yeah. period it, but you know and i and i agree with the the whole concept of we have to approach this like we are raising them to be functional adults there's a line my 10 year old I cannot remember the last time she was spanked. It's been forever. Like sure. we do not, there's a line mm -hmm. where they hit this level of aut autonomy, right? Where that is your body and I'm not going to inflict anything on your body. But I now at, at a certain age, you hit a point where you're like, but I now have other things. Right. But, yeah, but if, you're a, if you're truly Travis parenting though, father. like your father in heaven though, you're taking everything on a scale and weighing yeah. both things equally. Yeah. And you're not, you're saying, okay, well, is this, you know, is this something that is going to do, or is this something that I can't, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're constantly weighing those two things. So it's not going to, yeah, in my opinion, spanking screaming, berating, things no. like that. That stuff is, well, berating and screaming, in my opinion, are really never necessary. Although, 
Well, here's the thing. If you're, you know, a teenager whose dad's never raised his voice to you and you've been caught sneaking out of the house or messing around doing something with alcohol, if your dad screams at you, that that might actually get your attention. But if you're, like, continually, constantly yelling and screaming and berating at your kids, first of all, they're not listening to you anymore. No, you've lost them. Um, we've, you're, I right. think you're the one when Trap was just itty bitty, Lily was just born, we're reading a book and I started employing it too, where it's like, if you talk lower, yeah, it makes, it makes much get. more of an impact because now oh, they yeah. have to listen to you mm-hmm. separating them and just talking, but it doesn't need to be something where you're going over and over and over and over because again, they're not hearing you. They're not learning anything from it. It's all about. What do I got to do to make you a better human being, a better follower of Christ, right? If if I, and it's trial and error, if I try this method on you and it does nothing, I'm going to have to get creative. One of my kids right now, I took everything out of her room that wasn't related to the Bible or school. That's what you get. That's because excellent. she was not behaving appropriately. She was behaving a little bit too worldly and she's old enough to have to for that to have yeah. a long reaching consequence. So all of her stuff has been taken away. I probably won't give most of it back because, honestly, she has too much anyway. <laughs> but there are things she can earn back over time. My my almost five-year-old, to be completely honest with you, I have not found anything that works but time. <laughs> yeah. We're consistent. We've, you know, I've tried everything. I've learned to not because she's just so emotional. It's not really her fault. Mm-hmm. Um but really, like, it's just with her, as she gets older, things are going to get easier. We just don't allow her to do anything out of control. With my baby, I don't know. Guys, pray for me. <laughs> Wait, one thing I want to raise, though, so is true. just what we're not saying is everything based on discipline is punishment. Because, yeah. in other words, something like what you guys do is... It's a discipline to wake up and read your Bible every day. Mm-hmm. Correct. That is, that, is, Correct. that is a discipline yeah. that all Christians should be doing sure. and putting that before, obviously, other things. Um, so being on time. The, you know, there, there are disciplines discipline. of many okay. habits that we should build. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. So, so definitely don't don't think that the word discipline is simply oh, yeah. applying punishment good in point, a negative yeah. point. Yeah, it's it's point. across because... Uh, and just to, to throw some scripture in that that came to mind, if y'all don't mind. Yeah, yeah no. So uh, this is uh, Hebrews chapter 12. It's about six verses, so I'll read. This is, um, and this is from the New American Standard. So, for consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. You have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood in your striving against sin. And you have forgotten the exhortation which is addressed to you as sons. Quoting from the Old Testament. My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor faint when you are reproved by him. For those whom the Lord loves, he disciplines, Mm -hmm. and he scourges every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you endure. God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? But if you are without discipline, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, we had earthly fathers to discipline us, and we respected them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time as seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good, so that we may share his holiness. 
All discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Yeah, amen. And and I mean, that, that goes along with exactly if this is how you are parenting you will you this i mean yeah you can't you have to discipline you have to do these things you because that's what love is i mean that's that's what this true definition is of it and well because the answer is somewhere in the middle right so if you're this but, crazy authoritarian parent that's always beating your well, kids over everything you're going to turn them away and they're going to want nothing to do they're going to rebel it completely goes the other way but if you're over here where everything's go you never say no don't like i say that we fit more of that like gentle parent but, I want, but i'm just thinking of more what are your, the general things that people when they talk about discipline what are the general things that parents are getting upset about and screaming about and getting is it like if, is it serious issues or is it just smaller issues in the home like you know, you, you didn't do something, and, and you're screaming. That is a and helpful that, That's more so that. because that goes along with what you were saying about constant berating. Because that can be berating. Maybe not necessarily we don't think of that as discipline. But if we're constant, and that's why I always yell for about fussing and, and just... Because if you're constantly fussing at the kid, they're not going to accept any kind of discipline or any kind of... They're not going to want to. Well, to me, my wake-up moment in all of this... Mm-hmm came from being much older than my baby sister and seeing for her something like a spanking. First of all, spanking didn't work on her, so it was one of those very short-lived techniques. I think they tried like a handful of times. My sister legitimately laughed in my dad's face because <laughs> my dad's this six-foot, you know, over six-foot dude, and he's like cherry red. He's trying to spank this little three-year-old kid. But he's pulling back because he doesn't want to break her. And so yeah. she's just like, you're hilarious. But um, Challenge accepted. But something like that or a consequence, I'm taking away this toy or something like that, just a one and done type deal, was much more effective than sitting there and, you know, something that I heard a lot and have said to my own kid and just had this, oh, my gosh. When you're constantly saying things like, what is the matter with you? Mm-hmm. Do you have a brain in your head? Yeah, the, when yeah. you're saying stuff like that over and over, in my opinion, that is far more damaging than popping your kid on the butt one time. Oh, I time. agree. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, even if you're not, like, in their face and screaming, words have power. And so I question a lot of these parents that go, I would never lay a hand on my kid what are you saying what are you saying to them though? yeah you're not saying but that that's again though this is yeah. why everything needs to be refocused and revamped going back yeah. to like with travis i like how you go and you explain why you have this punishment right you will not stop you have brought me to this point right that we have to i must do this whatever this punishment is that the, the yeah. spanking or, or whatever or you know we try not to get to that point. I mean, spanking yeah. is not, I can't even tell you the last time that I've had to, just which I should probably more often, but um, <laughs> uh, maybe with, actually, they're all pretty good. And, and but that's where we have but found all of that your they, older kids they're not are perfect. Now kind of I'm still learning. And right. They're still, they're they over really that. They really respond age, better if we go that. Let me love on you more right. and yeah. fix what's hurting in your heart. But it's, it's I easier. personally have found that to be true also. I've and it's it's hard as a parent. I think a big problem the one of the reasons I think parents get so fired up 
about the topic of discipline and who's right and who's wrong is because no matter what side you're on, no parent wants to hold a mirror up. And say, okay. oh, I literally what was I just do. gonna say, if I could give a couple points yes. on the parenting topic from a Christian perspective, the first one would be to hold up a mirror. Yeah. Look at yourself. Right. How do you deal in situations? How do you behave? Yeah. How do you act? You need to look at yourself, yep. right? Because they're Take the log you. out of yeah. your eye before you go yeah. and judge a fellow. And there's brother, nothing wrong. And there's nothing wrong. That's kind of the point that I was trying to make. There's nothing wrong with going about it that kind of attitude while yeah. still having. Being a discipline, a parent, you know, well, having and, that, and again, it comes that down Hebrews, to, you know, what you were just reading, Travis, that with that, not you know, knowing, going, knowing yeah. that, going into well, it. Well, and it just comes um, down to like that's why you don't parent out of anger, right? Like, you're look, kids can make you angry, sure. they can they make will. you furious, <laughs> they are mean. They are little heathens. They are sinners. They're just, they can but sometimes. But so are you. I know, but sometimes they can. I don't care who you are. I don't care who your kids are. Your kid has made you But some of the best furious. things to do them is to sit. But walk away when you're furious. Right. And then before, for me, me personally, I can't speak for my husband because we're not always like in the same room when things go down. But for me, I try to walk away, then I evaluate. How's my kids' overall behavior been today, the last couple days? Like, am days, I just being a nut about week? this? Like, or? am I, or, or was this, and, and also what's the age of the kid? Mm-hmm. If it's my 10-year-old and she's had major, major attitude problems, all right, we got to sit down and have a consequence. If it's my 4-year-old, sometimes she just needs a hug. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she legitimately just needs me to pick her up and hold her. Sometimes she's screaming her head off because she feels like nobody because the can kids see that. If it's your baby, pray for you guys. Right? My baby, pray for me. That's the way I no, feel like. But about. the kids that need <laughs> yeah. the love the most will ask for it the most Mine. unloving way. Yeah. So right. often, often, most times, I find that that's true. I also find that following God's example in. You know, people get on to you if you give your kid warnings and stuff like that. Look how many times God warned Israel. We follow, I follow. Sometimes I give too many, but I try really hard. I let them know, hey, you've done this so many times. If this continues, there's going to be a consequence. Maybe I'll tell them what the consequence is. If I'm not, like, awake enough to think on my feet, I just say the word consequence. It just depends on the day. (laughs) I'm not all that awesome. But, you know, but then sometimes it's, all right, I've already warned them once, but this was a big deal. I know that this kid got it. They're immediately getting the consequence. Other times it's, all right, I'm going to give you one or two more chances at some point, though, you're not going to get warnings anymore. Because I feel like sometimes doing the warnings, because you do have to be consistent with things. Yeah. That makes a difference. But I've noticed that many times, if I felt like it was that important, I would deal with it right now. So when I'm just giving warning after warning, most of the time, it's, again, where I need to look in the mirror. I'm giving warning after warning because maybe it's something that annoys me, that bothers me, that makes a mess, that something like that that I don't like. That they're not, they're being kids. They're not really doing maybe anything. Warning that's this big is the issue. wrong word. No, but you know maybe how reminder often, is a better. Yeah, word. but you know how when we keep doing it. But I two. feel like a lot yeah. of times it's more so they're going through a natural learning process that takes time, right? Just like God is constantly having well, to go through this yeah. process with you. So it's almost like. I noticed with a lot of those things, if it was really a big deal, I would have dealt with it already. Yeah. So it really isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. 
some of these things that we're going through, their habits or behaviors. they're just two. And it's like, hey, remember, we don't touch the DVD player. You're going to break it. Yeah, if you do today. it again, this is going to happen. Yeah. But, yeah, you do eventually. Maybe, I don't know that everybody that listens to this is, like, this far yet in, in their parent, like, with this whole idea of just kind of revent, like, maybe they are and hopefully they are, but... I think just to kind of sum up this topic so we maybe can get to one more. Oh, yeah. Um, but, no, but just... Listen, we're moms. We talk to other moms. That's what we do. Right. No, <laughs> but I think... I think cool you would try well, to talk the most. I don't... I just don't think they're that far. But we do need to... My advice, though, in, in far as this discipline topic, though, is reassess everything. Um, and and just put like. just put Christ in the center and remind and just keep mindful of your Father in heaven. Well, just so you know, one of the people commenting was talking about their twenty year old child. So I think they're pretty far into the parenting. Well, but yes, that's, that's the next no, true. But I know that we have a lot of. I mean, it's a homeschool program mostly, so it's you know not twenty year olds, but there are twenty year olds too, and this this is applicable that. to them. Well, yeah, and just the the contrast where I think a lot of the questions come up is what the culture has gone in the opposite direction yes. in other words kids basically have no rules at yeah. home right and a lot of that is because the parents aren't there aren't home like right. if you examine okay the kid is sent off both parents work uh the kid has teachers the kid has daycare personnel they come home they're only with their parents for a select few hours at mm -hmm. most and in some cases there's a caretaker at the home too so what what we as Christians should realize is we are the parent. And just like I always remind my oldest daughter, listen, you're in under my authority until I hand you over to your husband. Mm -hmm. Which she, I don't think, likes that. She doesn't much. like it. But, but that's <laughs> well, how you model. have to answer to God for what right. you yeah. did exactly. with your children. I mean, and that's so, huge. So just that, that's the sum. We, we all recognize there's a problem with the culture. You can't let a kid just run the household and yes. have, be lawless. Right. So, Absolutely. Um, which one point here that I'll say just real quick. I know that I said that Brandon and I usually lean on this other side of more gentle parenting, positive parenting, but I honestly think time. that, and you guys see more than anything, I don't think people would look at us and say our children are lawless, crazy, all over the place and walk yeah. all over us. Like, I think we raise fairly decent, respectable children, you know, that have, yeah. like, I wouldn't classify our children. One well, again, none of us are claiming to be perfect. Um, we've all known each other so long. Like I've seen you guys, and and we've you've seen us go through kind of Phases all of the changes. trial oh, and yeah. error, and you know, so it's just kind of one of those we've tried it and moved on. Usually, the first kid gets the brunt of it, right? Yeah. And then the following ones, you're like, whatever. I'm sorry, kid. I just by the point we're at now, we're like, how um, many kids do we have? Right. Um, and before we move on, just so you guys, I'm like posting on Instagram and stuff as we do this. Like I'm actually doing that live, this behind the scenes thing. And um, just want to let you know, Gina, we did get your comment. We love you. We're praying for you. Yes. Um, so just shout out to you because you're so awesome and have been so supportive. Um, so the next topic, and I think the last topic. And, <laughs> the guys are going to love this one. Oh, um, <laughs> you know, Brandon loves this topic. Um, modesty. It's, and it's not Trump. <laughs> let, let me, I'm going to put all of these under one umbrella. Modesty within the church, how you no, dress, and let's also talk about like head coverings and things. Just all of the clothing topics okay. um, within the church. 
All right, guys, um, this is a separate recording, but the next part went a bit too long. So I'm just gonna go ahead and cut it right here and then um, make sure you subscribe and all that good stuff. Tuesdays and Thursdays, we post these podcasts. So we're gonna post the one that has to do with all of the modesty, clothing, head covering, all of that stuff in the third edition of the Rapid Fire Hot Topics Church Edition. So come check back in with us and we will cover all of those things in the next one since we have already used up a great deal of your time on this one. So see you guys next time.